Hello, hello, and welcome back to Being a Has Never, the podcast about someone trying to navigate the film industry. I'm your host, Juan, and as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, my God. I'm just going to say, I think we're all traumatized from March of 2020, but yes, it is this episode on when COVID finally hit the U.S. and we had to finally shut down. I'm trying to go back literally to that most very scary time of our lives, but here's what happened. So after we went to Las Vegas for seven, I want to say it was a couple, it was literally about a week or so, a week and a half after uh, we came back home, boom, it was the lockdown. Now, before I get into it, this is what I want to say this, though. I am not trying to talk about medical advice, you know, medical information about this. I only want to try to talk about the reactions and what was going on with COVID. I do understand that there is a lot of misinformation that has been spread out. But only keep in mind, this is just what I can remember from 2020. So don't y'all come for me and say like what I'm saying is facts. It's just literally how I'm reacting. This isn't medical advice, y'all. If you want COVID medical advice, you can literally go to the um oh god, I don't even know. See this this is how misinformation gets spread, but just Google search it. Google is free. Use that information with as you will. <laughs> But anyway, when COVID was first hitting, you know, obviously we were just like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on overseas? Like, what is this COVID? This sounds like this sounds like a European like problem. Well, because like this kind of stuff, we don't really get a lot of outbreaks and plagues in the U.S., at least to my knowledge. Not a lot of this happened in the U.S., at least when I was growing up. So obviously I was like, oh, that sucks. I hope everyone over there, like, you know, is taken care of. But then we hear of this announcement that, like, we are going to go into a lockdown. At first, I thought, you know, it's not April. This isn't a funny joke. Like, ha, 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 ha. What the fuck you mean a lockdown? What the fuck you mean a three-week lockdown? What? It was legit. Like, news sources were reporting that the, that the CDC was saying, like, you know, yeah, we have to go into a lockdown in order to prevent the spread of COVID. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, a lockdown. Because I actually got a little bit of information from one of the clients, you know, that works in the medical field, what they were saying at the time, again, this is at the time, was that those that had immunocompromisations, especially weakened lungs, so those that have like upper respiratory problems, and those in a specific older category were the ones that were more susceptible to contracting COVID. And I guess the best example I was told was like, if you're an older gentleman who has been smoking for 40 plus years with weak lungs, yeah, you are going to easily catch this upper respiratory issue. You know, at first I was like, okay, this, this isn't too bad. Now I'm hearing that like people are contracting COVID and there's now respiratory issues. So obviously I was like, oh fuck, this isn't, this is real. This is some actual, like, we have to go into lockdown. But then what was really hitting us was, wait, what are we going to do about money? What are we going to do about jobs? And I was over here like, oh, shit. When I was told that we had to go into lockdown and we had to just hang out around the house, my first thought was, I don't have a fucking savings. What the fuck you mean a lockdown? Like, who's going to pay me? Where the fuck is my money going to go? How am I going to pay my bills? Well, actually, I'm going to be honest. I only had a credit card bill. I only have credit card bills, but still. 
it's a bit it was a big issue. And I think a lot of us at the time, especially if you were working in the hair hair industry, we were concerned about money. Here's the other thing too about this. A lot of salons prior to 2020 went from having commission to having renter base. Long story short, it had to do with taxes because now there was a new law that initiated to help protect commission-based stylists. What had happened was if you're a commission-based stylist, you would only make money based on the clients you worked on. Say you only get like a walk-in haircut. You only got a percentage of whatever you charge for the haircut. But with the new law that came in, people were getting paid hourly, but the hourly was a safety net. So if you spent, you know, 12 hours just sitting at the salon, you would get paid that hourly and then the overtime. But say like you ended up doing like four highlights and your commission ended up higher than the hourly, you would get the commission. It was just that safety net so that people weren't like, you know, oh, well, I don't have any money coming in. So this new law is just to work as like a, as an, as a safety guard, if that makes sense. For a lot of stylists, they were renters. They had to pay to work in the chair. They were essentially small businesses. For, for someone who's technically an independent contractor who may not have a lot of business savvy, if you had insurance, then yeah, you would be covered. But again, this is just stuff that I was hearing through the grapevines of other stylists that like there were issues when it came to surviving during the lockdown. Because as we all know, all these big businesses and small bit and bigger small businesses were taking out PPP loans so that they can help pay for certain things, pay for like the pay for lights, also can help compensate uh, their employees, which thank God I file a W-2 so I can apply for unemployment. That that money for unemployment. Oh, my God. I was we were rolling in the dough, but. We were obviously we're rolling in the dough so that we can pay for food and survive and the motherfucking toilet paper. Oh, my God. Who? Why was there a toilet paper shortage? That doesn't make any fucking sense. OK, it didn't. I'm digressing. I'm digressing. I'm clearly traumatized from that time. But so going back to the lockdown and being a hairstylist, another big thing that came up was I am not going to be traveling right now. If you guys don't remember in last season, I had a whole plan of going back down to L.A. to work on all of these like independent projects or at least not work on a bunch like I had them lined up, but like try to book as many as I can to further my skill and get more IMDb credits. But as we all know, in California, a lot of the big cities were major hotspots. And lo and behold, Los Angeles County was a major hotspot. Was it a good idea to go down? No. First of all, at the time, I didn't know what are the effects of COVID, especially for someone, you know, whose health condition isn't, you know, immunocompromised. But I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know the long-term benefits. And yes, they were saying, wear your mask. But like, I was still scared to go down because COVID's scary. It's this new thing. And if you live with someone who suffers from long-term illnesses, like you've seen the ramifications. You see how like a normal person's three-day cold can be like an eight-day, eight to ten-day, you know, in bed for someone who's immunocompromised. You know, there wasn't exactly a cure for COVID at the time other than you have to be put on ventilators. So that was a scary thought. And me going to a hot spot, you know, to just further my career, it didn't sound like a really good idea at the time. Obviously, I had to put my plans on hold, which fucking sucked. 
it really fucking sucked. And on top of the salon now closing where we weren't going to work on clients for a while, I wasn't doing any hair stuff. And that to me was like, oh, what are we going to do now? Because also think of also this, you guys, like I was still doing makeup plot twist. You know, I was still doing makeup at the salon. We also had Jane Iredell Cosmetics, which I was posting like little videos and like little tutorials like, oh, like I'm a. I'm a Jane Iredell artist at the salon. We had the cosmetics to sell for retail. But as soon as like COVID hit, you know, with masks and like people are like, well, I don't need to wear makeup. I'm not wearing lipsticks. I'm not wearing lip glosses, lip liners. Like I'm not wearing traditional makeup. That also took a big hit makeup wise. And it took a big hit for cosmetic retail a lot too. The lockdown and not being open, it was a lot. It kind of felt like we... We ran into the wall, essentially. It was just like a, nope, stop right there. I just didn't know how to respond or react. It was very scary. All I could do was just sit around and hope for those three weeks to be like, okay, like, it's just temporary. This is just temporary. It's only for three weeks. It's only for three weeks. And I'm over here thinking, nah, it's only going to last like a week and a half. And then they're going to say, oh, problem's over. And then those three weeks became a month and then two months. And then three months, and I think it wasn't until four months we reopened uh, for the first time, but it was literally on and on and on. And then I was starting to be like, am I ever going to be able to work on set again? Am I ever going to be able to do hair? Am I able to do makeup? Like, those are some thoughts that were coming up. Because again, COVID was a scary time and I wasn't like, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't, I, I have a plan. I want things to work out for me. But funny thing was mentally, it was bringing me back to when um, I was hitting that wall when I was living in L.A. and trying to figure out, like, where am I going to live? How am I going to continue my career? How am I going to improve myself? And with the lockdown in 2020, it brought me back to that negative place again. It brought me back into, like, I, I literally did everything I could, but it's just out of my control. Like, why the fuck is it not happening? It just made me feel like, you are ready to go. You have that fire to burn, but then something comes up and then boom. It, you can't do anything else, baby. You're just going to have to work with it. I feel like as a new artist who was like ready to go, when COVID hit, it was just that big giant smack in your face saying, nope, you're not going nowhere. You're going to have to wait. And it was also like that fear of COVID. It, wasn't, it was not knowing like what are the long-term health effects. It was like, well, what can we do to protect ourselves? Because I do not want to go to a hospital, you know, and being sick because it is not a fun time. Being sick is not great, you guys. And it was a lot. With the salon being closed, there was a fear of like, you know, well, how long is it going to be? Like, where's the money? Thankfully, we were able to reopen. But I think for a lot of us, it just felt like the end of the world. And we just didn't know what to do other than just stay home and sit around and do nothing. And for people like me, it was sit around at home, do nothing, and, like, not really grow and, like, not really get to work on clients. And it was just like, well, nothing I can do now except just go with it. Early 2020, even though, and, like, literally right coming off of Vegas and, like, doing all these little things for, like, social media, like, nothing you can do now other than just hang out. But on a very soft and untraumatic note, I do want to hear from you other hairstylists. Like, how did you guys react to when COVID hit? 
You know, were you just like, oh, I'm, you know, it's whatever. Or were you kind of like, oh, shit, like this is real, real. Obviously, for all of us that did make it through, you know, we did it. Wasn't a fun time. But like just hearing that initial lockdown, it just sucked. It really sucked that we had to close and just put everything on hold. You can hit me up on all your favorite social medias at Cruz and, and let me know what it was like when COVID first came out in 2020. But with that, you guys, you know, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I hope your day is amazing. And I can't wait to catch you on the next one. Take care. <laughs>